Hello there again, my brothers, and welcome to another edition of MMU Mondays, where we answer five simple yet powerful questions that move us from inspiration to integration so we can ignite the impact we wish to see in our world. Now, as always, keep your ears open for your notable quotable and then hit up the show notes for the MMU questions because on Inspired by Impact, the MMU is how we do. Now, let's dive right into today's episode. My brother, welcome to another edition of MMU Mondays and Merry Christmas, if you are listening to this on the day that it is released. Just because it's Christmas doesn't mean we stop expanding as a man, which is why we be doing this MMU Monday regardless. So we've got three solid MMUs from three solid individuals today. So here's what we be training today. MMU number one, courtesy of Mr. Alan Friedman. What can you do to elevate your state of being for sustainable joy? MMU number two is from Professor Pape. How to overcome being a perfectionist when being such is either causing you to procrastinate, causing you to take way more time getting shit done than you should, or both. I know I'm going to be listening to that one very emphatically. And MMU number three is from yours truly. What's the fastest way to get over the roadblocks that are keeping you from achieving your goals? Hint. Think who, not what, or how. So all the resources are in the show notes, including the book and the podcast that we use for these MMUs, and most importantly, the MMU itself, those five questions that will take you from inspiration to integration to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. So keep your ears open for your notable quotable, and then listen to how we do the MMU so that you can show us how you MMU. Without further ado... Let's get into today's episode. Hi, this is Alan. And today's MMU is inspired by episode number 133 of the Wits and Weights podcast with host Philip Pape and guest Kelly Howard. The title of this episode is Making Fitness Fun Again Through Adventure with Kelly Howard. This was a very much a um, a reinforcer type of podcast that affected the emotional aspect of health and fitness um, in the prep work for myself. Anyone who knows me, I'm very cognizant, very aware, very appreciative, always working on myself. Um, I don't take anything for granted. You know, I love life and I enjoy everything. And But I'm always pushing the dial. You know, I'm always um, satisfied with where I am and very grateful, but there's always more to learn, always more to do, and moving along the continuum of health as I increase in years. So what is my situation? I am always striving to move from strength to strength. I gather so many things in my life and bring them into action, whether they be plans, strategies, emotional awareness, emotional expression, and much introspection. The question I have in my situation is, what do I need to do to elevate my state of being for sustainable joy? So what do I need to do to continue to move from strength to strength? not only in my physical health, but my emotional joy. 
The notable quotable that I took from this is a little complex because it's a, a paraphrase. So listen carefully. I'm going to try and speak slowly. Quote, In the end, you are 100% accountable to yourself. And then if you are accountable to yourself, you've won the fitness lottery. Find the things. Find the triggers. Do it all such as support systems, events, challenges, hire a trainer or a coach. Use your North Star. All of these strategies pile on top of each other. Use them all, and you will find a way of being who you are. And then, you don't need them, because you've got it. In other words, when you put together a whole pile or pyramid or building blocks, as I like to envision it, of strategies and systems and community and coaching. You put it all together and then you, when you own it, you've got it. It's part of you. You own it, you know? And so that's very powerful. Um, I remember in, in English, in high school, um, our literature teacher said, once you understand a piece of literature, you own it for your, you know, for life. Like you, you, you know, it becomes part of your, your, your intellect, um, part of your knowledge base. So the same thing goes to this. Okay, what is my transformation? Don't be unidimensional. Do be multidimensional. Don't just acknowledge support and structure. Do use support and structure. Don't ignore deep whys. Do access deep whys. Don't miss beauty that inspires action. Do engage beauty that inspires action. What is my inspiration? As winter settles, I am focused on my goals as I turn 65 in the coming year. I have structure. I have support. I have accountability. I have developing wisdom, you know, knowledge base. The only thing missing in my gut feeling and in my heart is the sustained exuberance that I leave on the gym floor when I leave the gym. I want to maintain excitement, activity, and all those non-exercise activity thermogenesis points, um, the, all those, the neat energy that we expend, the non-exercise activity thermogenesis, um, that bring me joy. There's so much to do outside of a gym that can bring you satisfaction, can expand your physicality, which leads into your emotionality. It all becomes a, a whole ball of wax, a whole Everything is hard to separate from each other at that point. So this is a challenge in the cold months. I need to use my whiteboard to visualize my situation. I need to visualize what my supports are, where I'm accountable, what I do, and then implement everything to develop the constellation around my North Star. So just to reiterate again, I need to use my whiteboard to visualize my situation, 
what my supports, accountability, desires are, and then implement them to develop the constellation around my North Star. What is my implementation? I am determined to continue small, specific, simple, scheduled, and shared tasks. Today at 7 o'clock p.m., I am committed to going through my closet and drawers to find winter wear, walking, hiking clothes, and put them next to my workout clothes for easy access and reminder. Thus ends MMU 12-23-2023. So many good little gems in there, Mr. Allen. That was wicked. So for me, what stood out was owning your shit for sure. Like really learning all that stuff and learning how to integrate it and make it your own. Make it your own. That's beautiful. Um, extending excitement and exuberance beyond the walls of the gym. That's something that I've thought about so many times and been practicing for a long time. But this is the beauty of having other men in your life who can express similar goals that they're looking to achieve from a different lens or with different language that gives you a little bit more clarity on what you're trying to achieve. And I'll speak more on this later, but developing the constellation around your North Star, fuck, is that ever beautiful. But here's the question that I'm going to pose to you with regards to Alan's MMU. Which area of the prep work do you want to extend excitement and exuberance to? What is your North Star, aka your primary goal or your I am statement for that area? And what is one small, specific and simple step you can take to start building a constellation around that North Star? So thinking about what your North Star is and then taking a look at that list that Alan put out in terms of the little actions, the people, the habits, the practices that will make the constellation around your North Star and make your North Star that much brighter and that much more likely to be achieved, lived, and enjoyed with exuberance and excitement. All right. Now let's move on to uh, Professor Pape, who has a really solid MMU for anybody who needs to get over perfectionism and learn to be way more productive in a shorter period of time. Hello, everyone. Again, this is Philip Pape from Wits and Weights, and I am demoing again my use of the Mental Muscle Up, another MMU. This is for December 23rd, a couple days before Christmas here. This is for purpose, and I'm just going to dive right in. What is your situation? When I prep for podcast interviews, the perfectionist in me leads me to spending lots of time crafting the questions and introduction. Having scripted questions is a safety net, keeping me from maximizing my skills as a conversationalist and interviewer, and it takes a lot of time. My notable quotable, quote, there's a lot more opportunity for growth when you don't have safety nets because you have to deal with the pressure. They're probably keeping you small. They're keeping you less than you could be. And this is Kevin Palmieri on Podcast Growth University, episode number 78. What is your transformation? And I'm going to do don't versus do, each each line here. Don't limit my spontaneity. Do leave room on the canvas. Don't obsess over small details. Do give space to big details. Don't overthink it. Do trust my intuition. Don't stay in the box. Do bust out of the box. What is my inspiration? 
Although a seemingly small part of my process, developing interview questions with an over-obsessive desire for perfection is holding me back from allowing my honed instinct and intuitive creativity to flourish. If I remove that safety net and give space to the bigger details, concepts, and principles, I can both grow into my potential as an interviewer and save time in my process. What is my integration? I am a skilled interviewer who trusts himself. Today at 11 a.m., I am committed to setting a 30-minute timer when I prepare for this week's interview, including all topics, not questions, right, just a bullet list of topics, the epic guest introduction that, that I guess I'm known for, and the episode title. So that's it for today. Again, it's small, simple, specific, scheduled, and shared action, um, something that I heard on a podcast that inspired me to think about what what is the thing keeping me from taking a step forward. And it doesn't have to be huge. Again, it's small, it's simple. And in this case, um, I know it's something that I can do and that I'm just not doing. And in many cases, that's the case. So if you're listening to this and you know that there is a safety net in your life that is uh, that you are allowing to keep you from taking a step forward out of fear or whatever reason, uh, identify it, write it down, use the MMU process, use this exact quote if it's helpful, and I'll see you on the other side. So a couple things that I loved about Philip's MMU. The whole idea of busting out of the box is beautiful <laughs> because he's a very, very versatile guy. However, I also know he's very checklist-oriented and being checklist-oriented can sometimes keep you stuck in the box. So that was awesome, Philip. And yes, you whatever you're doing for your guest intros, please keep that going because what that's making me think of is what do I want to be known for inside of my podcasting uh, abilities. And I th- I'm pretty sure I have this dialed down where I just at least once during the interview... I want the guest to say, man, that was an amazing question, or I've never been asked a question like that in that way. That's what I'm looking for. So with regards to Philips MMU, here's the question I've got for you. What area of the prep work do you really want to see yourself expand in? And what is the safety net that is holding you back? And what is the first small, specific, and simple step you can take to remove your safety net? So long story short on that one, Where do you have a safety net that's holding you back? And what's the first small, specific, and simple step you can take to remove that safety net? All right, let's get into the last MMU with yours truly. All right, this is Christmas Eve's MMU. And we be doing a compound lift today because we be tackling purpose, relationship, and emotional health and fitness. So what is your situation? Actually, first and foremost, I'm going to do this like... Alan and Philip did, which was beautiful in terms of talking about the source of the notable quotable and inspiration, if you will. And this one is actually coming from a book, not a podcast. Side note, because sometimes you're going to find that even though when you listen to podcasts and you're listening for something, um, you may have other sources that you trust that when you write out the situation, it's like, ah, that podcast didn't really do it for me. It might be another podcast. It might be a book. It might be, I don't know. It might be a movie or like Philip when he went to see a play. So for me, one of the books that I always go to is The Way of Superior Man. And this one is from chapter 10, Enjoy Your Friend's Criticism. So what is your situation? Well, there are a couple situations in my life right now where I feel stuck. 
these are situations that I felt either stuck or confused about for quite some time. And I am in desperate need of some clarity because I can't seem to find or cultivate it on my own. Who can I turn to that will be able to shed some light and help cultivate the clarity I need? Side note, notice that Alan also phrased his situation in the form of a question. And I have found that this isn't necessary because if you listen to Philip's MMUs, he gets crystal clear on what his one small, specific, and simple step is that he's going to schedule and share in the next 24 hours. So he doesn't need it to need to form it in the, in the or phrase it in the form of a question. I have just found for me that at the end of saying what the situation is, if I can come up with a question that summarizes it, now I have to find an answer to that question. It makes it easy. So it's just, it's another way of doing it. It's not better or worse. All right, moving on to question number two. What is your notable quotable? Quote, about once a week, you should sit down with your closest men friends and discuss what you are doing in your life and what you are afraid of doing. The conversation should be short and simple. You should state where you are at. Then your friends should give you a behavioral experiment. Experiment. Something you can do that will reveal something to you or grant you more freedom in your life. And again, that's from chapter 10 of The Way of the Superior Man. Enjoy your friend's criticism. Question number three, what is your transformation? I don't want to keep doing this alone, which means I do want to get a spot for my brothers. I don't want to be stupidly stubborn, which means I do want to swallow my pride and exercise wisdom. I don't want to not know what the next steps are, which means I do want to know what my next steps are. And I don't want to hold back out of fear, which means I do want to step forward from and with love. So question number four, what is your inspiration? Well, I'm already communicating with a couple of amazing dudes daily anyway, so why not have a call that is 100% focused on one thing? By that, I mean, rather than just bringing up issues as they arise, which I will continue to do nonetheless, why not choose one thing that can be followed up with on a weekly basis until it is resolved? I guess that was a rhetorical question because that's what we're going to do. Easy peasy. Side note here. The way that I look at this is when I've had coaches, trainers in the past. And we have our weekly check-ins, or I do them with my clients. We're tackling one specific issue, like whatever that North Star is that Alan alluded to in his MMU. Once we figure out what that is, and then we know what the constellation is around that. In other words, those, those like top 20% of behaviors and habits and practices and mindsets that we want to engage in that are going to make sure we are staying on track and being our North Star. Once we have those established, that is what we're talking about. So for me, I know what that 20% is for me with regards to the situation. Specifically, it has to do with purpose first and foremost. And then it also has to do with relationships. I tied emotional health and fitness in there as well because the lack of clarity around the purpose and relationships is affecting my emotional health and fitness. So it makes sense to me to get crystal clear on what that 20% is and have a weekly discussion on that to ensure that I am taking the steps forward towards building that constellation around my North Star using Alan's language. So question number five, what is your integration? I am one wise motherfucker. So I've already done this today 
at RFN AM, which is right fucking now. I am committed to inviting two of my brothers to hop on a call this Friday and every Friday to discuss my situations with the strict intent of coming up with one small, specific, and simple step I can take towards expansion with regards to said situations. So was that small, specific, and simple and scheduled? Yes. And shared? Yes, it was. That has already been established. So question for you on this one, my brother, is this. Who in your life do you trust will give you the straight goods and is a leader themselves that can spot you when it comes to expanding as a man? And when will you reach out to them in the next 24 hours to hop on a call? I really want to emphasize two words there. Leader themselves. One of the things that I found extremely helpful is to go to men who I don't just trust will be honest with me, but men who can speak from experience, like they are walking the talk. And those two men that I'm going to be reaching out to, you just heard from, Alan and Philip. Those are two dudes that are hardcore walking the talk. Speaking of walking the talk, enough listening, time to start taking action. And you know exactly what that's going to be. It's going to be the MMU. You heard the notable quotables. There might even been something that you could have taken from each one of these gentlemen that was the side note of something that they said or something else they said in the MMU. Either way, if you like these men and myself, want to walk the talk it's really simple go to the show notes do the mmu and ignite the impact you wish to see in your world until next time my brother what are you training for